0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc.
1: Osage County, Oklahoma is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie's based on a book about the 1920s Osage murders
2: This is Bloomberg Daybreak Asia for this Friday, June 9th in Hong Kong, Thursday, June 8th in New York. And coming up today... The S&P 500 enters a bull market as tech shares rally. General Motors will adapt its electric vehicles to Tesla superchargers, creating a new industry standard in the United States. And China's consumer price inflation may have stayed muted
3: last month. The U.S. has reports of China setting up spy facilities on Cuba are not accurate. Sunak at the White House talking China, Ukraine, and sharing tech. Canadian wildfire smoke spreads farther south in the U.S. I'm Ed Baxter with Global News. That's all straight ahead on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia, the business news you need to start your day in just one 15-minute podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Bloomberg Business
4: app, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning. I'm Doug Krisner,
2: And I'm Brian Curtis. Here are the stories we're following today. Goldman Sachs COO John Waldron says the U.S. may yet avoid a recession, but he said the firm is preparing for a mini stagflation scenario. Here's Waldron speaking at the Bloomberg Invest Conference in New York.
5: It might not be massive stagflation, but if you have sluggish growth, 1% plus minus growth, and inflation doesn't really get down below 3%, and rates have to stay 3 plus percent for a while, that's not going to feel, it's not going to be called a recession, but it's not going to feel great.
2: Many economists have been predicting a recession is coming as the Fed aggressively hikes interest rates. Traders are now wondering whether Fed officials will keep interest rates higher for longer. Officials will have their eye on the key U.S. inflation data out next week. And of course, they will have been looking at those jobless claims today. After after next week, the Fed or in next week, the Fed will be issuing its next policy decision on the 14th of June. Big news
4: after the bell when it comes to electric vehicles, General Motors will now adapt it EVs to Tesla's superchargers. We have more from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellett. It is following Ford Motors' lead, and it all but ensures that it will become an industry standard in the U.S. GM CEO Mary Barra broke her seven-month silence on Twitter to announce the news with Tesla CEO Elon Musk on Twitter Spaces, saying GM EVs will gain access to 12,000 superchargers. Tesla's network will be open to GM EV drivers starting in. 2024 and will require an adapter. Beginning in 2025, GM will build its electric vehicles with a port for direct access to Tesla superchargers. In
2: New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. And again, as mentioned a few moments ago, Tesla's stock was up 4.6% in this latest session. Citigroup has disbanded a global team that does foreign exchange analysis. We get that story from Bloomberg's Tracy Junkie.
1: FX is no more. The Citigroup strategy team provided commentary and analysis on foreign exchange markets, and it's been dismantled. A person with knowledge of the change tells Bloomberg that other parts of the bank perform similar services. We're told some FX analysts may Continue to work in other areas at the bank, but employees in London and New York are heading for the exits. Tracy Jonke, Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.
4: Meantime, over at Bank of America, a reworking of leadership in the bank's investment banking unit. We have that story from Bloomberg's and Cates.
0: Bank of America is shifting responsibility for its global transaction services business to Mark Monaco, who will continue in his current role leading enterprise payments. Faiz Ahmad will become co-head of Global Capital Markets alongside Sarank Adkari. Bank of America says bringing these areas more closely together supports efforts to drive capabilities even further for its business, corporate, and institutional clients in the U.S. and around the world. Wall Street investment banks are still facing a muted environment for deal-making. In Washington, Ann Cates, Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.
2: Chinese consumer prices are likely to have stayed flat again in May. Bloomberg's Joanne Wong has the story from Hong Kong. High-frequency data show a mixed picture, but on balance, consumer inflation may have etched up. Bloomberg Economics says CPI probably rose four-tenths of one percent from a year earlier. This would be a marginal pickup from April's a tenth of one percent pace, but it would be well below last year's two percent average. On the other hand, PPI may have deepened its slide to 4.3 percent, reflecting weak demand. And that's reinforcing the need for further stimulus.
1: In Hong Kong, I'm Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.
2: I'm Brian Curtis, along with Doug Krisner and Rashad Salama. will join us a little bit later. So I heard you mention bull market, uh, technically a bull market. The bears don't seem all that concerned here at the moment. About 4,200 or 4,300 for the S&P 500, Doug. Because as you mentioned, the gains are kind of technical in that what we're talking about here is a cap-weighted index, and it's been led by seven to ten uh, stocks. But what what we're hearing on this program and others um, from the bears is that they're more concerned about breadth if cyclical shares really do make a comeback. It's in early days, and today wasn't a day for that because, as you mentioned, we had uh, financials and materials and industrials uh, not, not doing all that well. But But that would be significant. And it's actually been a pretty good move for banks, small caps, transports and industrials in June.
4: Yeah, although the small caps, I think, hit a bit of a wall today uh, with the Russell down about four tenths of one percent. But to your point, Brian, so far this week, the Russell 2000 is up about uh, 2.8 percent. And the theme of AI still infecting the tech space. We were talking on the pre-show meeting about the Adobe News, the company planning to sell a new AI subscription with copyright services that stock topped by more than 5.5% today.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really still the case that if you deliver on the earnings side, uh, you get rewarded. If you don't, you're still getting punished uh, pretty sharply. We did see a pretty good move from DocuSign uh, today as well after its earnings. Uh, but the jump in jobless claims um, is interesting. Maybe take it with a grain of salt in that it was a holiday week. Is, is that what you're hearing?
4: Maybe, uh, although there's some people are saying that a crack may be uh, emerging now in the labor market. That's one of the things I think that the market has been waiting for. Uh, That would justify the Fed maybe to, sometime down the road, uh, engineer a policy shift. I think it's fair to say that we're expecting a pause next week. Maybe the communication would include the fact that the Fed is poised to hike rates, if necessary, in the future. But when you get data like this today, I think it just it creates a little bit of um, enthusiasm for for those who are hoping for a pivot.
2: Yeah, I saw a few comments though uh, that because of the Memorial Day holiday, uh, might be good to wait another. week or two before we take any um, really or make any stark conclusions all right now it's time for global news I'm Brian Curtis, along with Rashad Salamat, and let's get over to Ed Baxter, who is looking at markets in San Francisco. Ed.
3: All right. Thank you very much, Brian. The White House is saying today that reports of China setting up spying facilities in Cuba are not accurate. Now, the report yesterday had said that China would set up a spy base on the island with the intent of targeting U.S. military bases and communications. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby on MSNBC says no.
5: Uh, look, I've seen that press report. Um, it, it's not accurate. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, we, we have been concerned since day one of this administration about uh, China's influence activities uh, around the world, uh, certainly in this hemisphere and in this region. Uh, we're watching this very, very closely, uh, and we will, and we have, and will continue uh, to take steps uh, to mitigate any potential threat that those activities might pose.
3: Now, Kirby did not expand on what is not accurate or whether the report is not true. Kirby also said he had no announcement to make about potential State Department trip to Beijing, but says work is being done to get it and a Biden Xi meeting as well on the books. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak at the White House today saying there is total agreement between the two countries about China's threat to the globe.
5: Countries like China and Russia
2: are willing to manipulate and exploit our openness steal our intellectual property, use technology for authoritarian ends, or withdraw crucial resources
0: like energy. They will not succeed.
3: Yeah, meanwhile, the two have agreed to work on an agreement that could help British automakers qualify for electric car subsidies and speed the joint development of advanced weapons like hypersonic missiles. This would entail using critical minerals, but President Joe Biden says defense.
5: We're doing more to prevent technologies that are are invented and developed in our countries from being used for for military or intelligence purposes by countries that do not share our values
3: now both uh, agreed aid for ukraine would not be cut or ended. The smoke from the terrible Canadian wildfires has spread south along the eastern seaboard of the U.S. It stretches from Canada down through Washington, D.C. to the Carolinas now. Bloomberg's uh, Lauren Amias in New York City.
1: New York City public schools are going to be remote tomorrow. Um, several major outdoor events that were scheduled for today uh, are canceled. Some Shakespeare in the Park performances and mm. Broadway shows have been rescheduled.
3: Yeah, but Mayor Eric Adams says some relief may be coming. As
5: of right now, uh, the smoke models are not indicating another large plum over the city. So there's a chance for significant improvement by tomorrow morning and throughout the day tomorrow.
3: So that's a good news. But New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy says Canadian authorities say while they are slowing the fires progress, it could still grow. I was on with the Canadian authorities
4: last evening and the scale of this is extraordinary. They said they had 10 million acres burning, that that number was gonna go up, they believe, to 12 million.
3: Meteorologists say it's up to air and wind patterns now to determine how bad things will get in each area. Global news powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries in San Francisco. I'm Ed Baxter, and this is Bloomberg.
0: Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc.
5: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're gonna do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
2: I'm Brian Curtis along with Rashad Salamat. Elfreda Junka is our guest, a client portfolio manager and investment specialist at Alfinity Investment Management. Elfreda, thank you for joining us. Is, is that what you're looking for is breadth in the market, uh, to, to confirm that this hasn't all been about the top seven to 10 stocks, but that the
0: economy is coming back. Is, is that important to you? Um, Yes, absolutely. Um, Here today, as you've mentioned earlier, it's been all about the top seven stocks contributing 100%. What we as equity investors need to see is a widening of that breadth, um, not just in the tech sector, but really what we want to see is um, that broadening across most of the sectors in in the economy and in the market. So we're constantly looking for opportunities elsewhere as well
5: so for where actually are you investing then you uh, don't have really any exposure to japan or china in the case of the former that's that's quite a, 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 quite a lacuna
0: yes so we are currently um invested in um the u.s europe um we always invest across the board. For example, one of our biggest stocks currently is uh, Mercado Libre, which is in, in LATAM. So we really do try and have that broad exposure. And what's important for us is also where companies generate the revenues, not just where they are listed. So we currently are finding new opportunities um, really across uh, a number of different regions. We're not just specifically looking at at the US or, um, you know, just just Europe. We we are going wide and far, trying to find those opportunities. Um, we specifically look for companies that's in an earnings upgrade cycle and that's high quality and trading at reasonable valuations. And at the moment, um, that, is, that is quite um, a feat to find companies with really solid earnings growth um, that you believe can be sustainable in this environment.
2: Yeah, I see on your conviction list is Microsoft, McDonald's, and Intuitive, Surgical. It's always good to get some names uh, from our guests. Uh, yes. The important the importance of breadth in the market, uh, it, it may not be so important for the index numbers themselves, right? Because if the mega caps uh, settle back a little bit, uh, uh, then the numbers may come down. But it would indicate, I mean, the only reason people would be buying cyclicals in, in, in numbers would be that they see the economy. Economy as coming back, and that would be a kind of indication, perhaps, that you get a soft landing and not some sort of stagflation or recession.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think at this point in time, we do view the risks as being quite balanced. Um, yes, there's a lot of optimism overnight on the back of the. Um, sort of unemployment numbers spiking, but I think we really need to look back to last week when you still had really strong payrolls numbers. So the Fed really has a lot to look at and they won't react on one specific point. Um, for us, what we do look for um, at the moment is we look, as you say, for that, that broader breadth in the market. Um, I think it's quite early to, to really say we out of the woods yet and we can start to price in rate, rate cuts in the future. So that is why if you think about that sort of um, conviction list that I've that you've mentioned, there's a defensive name in there like McDonald's um, in combination with uh, Microsoft. For us, it's really important at this point in time to remain um, quite diversified, not just across regions as we've pe- previously mentioned, but also across industries and um, themes playing out in the market. I think it's quite dangerous to put all your eggs in one basket and just go into tech stocks because they the flavor of the month. For us um, companies companies like a McDonald's plays an important part um, in a portfolio on evenings where you can see the uncertainty creep back in. That's when they do their job.
5: Um, yeah, I've just looked at those stocks and I, the intuitive surgery, that, that, that's a crowded trade, isn't it, around the healthcare uh, side of things? I mean, it, it's also one which has uh, had this FOMO about it, but it's up 44% uh, from this time last year. McDonald's up 18%, and Microsoft up 22%. Uh, you know, at what point do you actually say that's, uh, the, you know, I'm going to realize these gains, and what do you look at next?
0: Yeah, I think at at this point these are all stocks that we've had um, for quite some time and um, we've enjoyed the fact that they've been relatively resilient in a very um, sort of volatile environment over the last 12 months. Um, For us it's important to Ensure that there's still additional earnings growth coming through. Um, that's particularly important for us as we want to ensure we find those companies that's in a in a longer earnings upgrade cycle. Now, companies like um, McDonald's, it's not expensive yet, and um, continue to trade well in evenings when um, tech stocks, for example, for example, don't trade well. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, I think for us, it's about managing your your position size as these stocks become more expensive.
2: Just say, Alexa, play
4: Bloomberg 1130.
2: Plus, listen coast to coast on the Bloomberg Business app, Sirius XM Channel 119, the iHeart Radio app, and on Bloomberg.com. I'm Brian Curtis. And I'm Doug Krisner.
4: Join us again tomorrow for all the news you need to start your day right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.